Hello, this is Joseph Carlson, and this is episode 30 of Gaming with Grief. I'm calling this week's episode Progress Plus One, because it's going to be kind of a repeat of the last couple of episodes. I've kind of just been checking boxes and dinking around with games that I already own, that I've already talked about. I'm going to give you some of my later impressions of some of the stuff. But first, I think we're going to do, again, uh, if you want to write to me or anything like that, go to gwgpodfellows at gmail.com. This posts every Monday morning at 7 o'clock at www.gamingwithgrief.com. So go there, check it out, leave a comment below. If you want me to read anything, I will. If not, I won't. Write that in the comments or, you know, like in parentheses, don't want you to read this or send me an email. Again, that's gwgpodfellows at gmail.com. Go there, uh, you know, drop me a line. Haven't really got anything yet. So anyway, uh, okay, progress plus one this week's episode. So really, I've just been playing more of games that I've talked about. First impressions on other episodes. So like... Uh, let's let's just do this. Let's just get again. Like I said, I think last week, all the Star Wars stuff. There's a lot of Star Wars stuff at the beginning of this, so we're just gonna get all the Star Wars stuff out of the way. First off, I watched Mandalorian episode six. I really enjoyed the episode. I think it was a major upswing from last week. No spoilers. I think last week kind of disappointed people. Uh, quote unquote, not a lot happened. I think in episode five, but in episode six, they really turned it around. It was very action packed. Good action set pieces. I thought the choreography was good. Uh, I thought the cast of characters was interesting. Maybe not well-rounded, but we're only spending, you know, 30 to 40 minutes with these people. So unless they're a reoccurring character, which I doubt they will be, then we don't really need to know that much about them. Long story short, uh, I think even though The Mandalorian has been hit or miss, I think this was definitely a hit episode for me. It um, it was action-packed. Uh, Pedro Pascal continues to do amazing work as a guy behind a mask who has to emote things um, a lot. So there you go. Um, yeah, so check out. It's on Disney+. Plus. I think it's like Disney+, Plus is like 7 bucks a month. Plus you get a bunch of old Disney stuff, so who doesn't want to watch all that kind of stuff? You know, now that they officially own everyone's childhood. Uh, yeah, go check them out. So yeah, that was my really, really brief impressions of Mando. Uh, Mandalorian episode six, check it out. Uh, the other Star Wars thing, uh, I play more of Star Wars Fallen uh, Jedi Fallen Order by Respawn. Um, it's published by EA. I think when I first talked about it a few weeks ago, I was only maybe two three hours in. I think I'm probably five or six hours in. I'm several chapters into the story. Um, I got a new Force ability, the ability to force pull things towards you. Uh, which is pretty cool. You know, like I said before, on the map, they will label if things are in red on your map. Oh, you can't get over here. Green, yes, you can get over here. This is accessible. Yellow is an unexplored area. Like, it'll show doorway. You go through here, and then it's all... You can explore through there, and there's puzzles. Um, By exploring stuff, you get secrets. So you get extra essence of either force or life and you collect either of these it's just a glowing blue orb you collect either of them there's a minor minor little cutscene and then collecting three force essences you get your force abilities extended meaning you can do more force related things before you have to do melee hits to recharge it and which is kind of cool uh but not good if you're in combat and you're like oh man my hand doesn't work because your guy literally looks at his hand in the middle of combat if you go to do a force ability and you can't do it it's pretty funny um, and then you get life essences. If you get three of those, it increases your 
uh, total life, which is great. And then there's you have your droid BD1 who's on your back. Um, he gives you stim packs to heal yourself. You have a skill tree that is dedicating to healing yourself more through a stim pack or having. Um, I think more, you can also increase your life through your skills and then in the levels, in the secret collectibles, you will find extra charges for stim packs. So I think you start with two and I am on four right now. It shares a little bit of DNA with Dark Souls. If you stop at a circle that is a meditative spot, you go into this meditative trance. It's where, and it cuts to another screen. That's where you can upgrade all your skills and abilities. If you rest, you get all your stim packs, your force is recharged all the way back up, uh, but enemies respawn, so there's a little bit of Dark Souls in there, and I still don't know if I like that or not. Um, it's cool for trophy hunting, you know, you're like, oh, I gotta kill this many of this enemy, I'm gonna just respawn these guys and just keep doing it till the trophy pops or whatever, but, because I'm playing on PlayStation 4, but, um, you know, I don't know how long my guy was out, but they just repopulated the whole base with other stormtroopers, that's a little disconcerting, so, you know, uh, there is boss creatures that die once, and that's it. I encountered another boss, killed him, a creature, uh, and he was near a secret. So that incentivized me to, you know, uh, as I say on the NVC podcast and IGN, get the thing. It incentivized me to get the thing. I went and got the secret after I killed the big beast. So, yeah, it's really fun. I learned Force Pull, which obviously you can go to your ship, look at the planets you've been to before. I don't know if I repeated this last week, but you can look at the planets you've been to before, and instead of just going there, you can look at the map of what you've mapped out of the planet. And again, things will either be red or green if you can go back and things like that. Um, I was talking to a friend and I said it wrong, but what I meant to say is it seems like now that I've upgraded my force abilities and upgraded skills, I am doing more damage with my lightsaber. Uh, There's not a do more damage with your lightsaber uh, tree on your skill tree. There's no points I'm putting into it. It just seems like some of the enemies when I was taking four hits are now taking two. I'm taking away more of their stamina. Um, I don't know. It seems things are going quicker. So it's almost like it's kind of a neat little nod to you being maybe a little bit more one with the force. Your character does mention, you know, he's kind of starting off. He There's a somewhat of a big character reveal. There's I don't want to give it away, but... It's weird when you start getting more confident with the game. I don't think it's as finely tuned as a From Software game like Sekiro or Dark Souls or Bloodborne. Whatever you're going to say about the hitboxes and things being cheap in that game, I do think there's like a precision to fighting, especially Sekiro, when you have to parry. That seems very exact. You know, it's a one-for-one movement. The moment I touch... Uh, one of my either block buttons or the attack button, I feel an immediate response. I think in Jedi Fallen Order, it feels a little bit floaty. So it doesn't have that same kind of whip snap like response. Like in, in Sekiro, you can go from, you can hit the attack button and quickly hit the block button and you will cancel your attack. And there doesn't seem to be that in Jedi Fallen Order. And then you may be saying out there, well, these are two different games, Joe. Why are you comparing two different games? Uh, the developers kind of came out and said a big inspiration for their games was Dark Souls. So, um, yes, it was a. I'm sorry if I'm interrupting. interrupted. My dog just jumped on my lap and she weighs 60 pounds. So that was fun. Apparently, I'm petting her, but it's not enough. So, anyway, no, but the developers said that they were inspired by Dark Souls. 
uh, and put a lot of elements in the game, which you could see the you know the meditative thing, you know the bonfires in Dark Souls when you light the bonfire, enemies uh, uh, come back, you know. But it's also where you can spend points and upgrade things, and it's the same thing in Jedi Fallen Order. You spend skill points, you can rest, but all the enemies have respawned again, you know, which is which is a touch, I think. But um, long story short. Uh, if you're going to compare yourself and say that you've taken inspiration from Dark Souls, uh, to me, it invokes that feeling of combat, that whip smart, crack, whatever you're going to say for Dark Souls, I think the combat is pretty responsive. If you're using a heavy weapon, a light weapon. Anyway, um, I don't think it's there quite with Jedi Fallen Order, and a lot of people have talked about, uh, and I'm still experiencing bugs. Uh, the camera got stuck in a wall one time. Uh, I died. After I died, my body uh, kind of vibrated in place. And it was a boss battle, so it was very frustrating. There's still 55-second load times on a base PS4. Probably the, the Xbox might be a little bit better, but um, probably people that are playing it, if you're playing on the PS4 Pro, PC, you probably don't have these problems. But, um, you know, I think, again, they might have been rushed a little bit because, you know, the new Star Wars movie's coming out, and they may have had some kind of internal deadline to have to get it out, you know, with working with EA. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's good. It's still good. Uh, I like it. I do like the story beat so far, and the abilities and cool force pull is cool and everything. Uh, you know, you do have moments where you feel like a Jedi where you deflect blaster bolts and then immediately, um, you know, uh, cut a guy down. Uh, I really enjoy the purge troopers that are on black stormtrooper armor, and they have electrical batons which deflect your lightsaber. Um, some of them have dual wield like kind of axe batons some of them have stabs it is incredibly gratifying uh for you to just push them over the ledge so they come at you and they they all talk a lot of crap about how they're going to kill you you're a jedi ah come at me jedi you're nothing uh and then you just push them over the edge so who's nothing now you down at the bottom of the cliff gone yeah don't hear you talking now I told my friend a long time ago, that's like one of the most gratifying things in games. I think Skyrim does it as well when you're in the tombs and someone says some crap to you. And I played a warrior, so I made sure that my strength was high. Uh, yeah, well, you didn't really have strength. You had stamina. Long story short, I just made sure I carried a big stick, and uh, so to speak. And, uh, you know, they'd always talk crap to you in the dungeons, you know. They'd be like, ah, I will end your life. And like right in the middle of a sentence, it was great to do one of those finishing moves. But that is actually that's really good where the camera zooms in and you like hit him in the gut. Then you slash him in the stomach or something. And it's like, yeah, yeah. Did you feel that? I'm sorry. What were you saying? You were saying something? Oh, I probably interrupted. You know what? Go back. Go back. What were you saying? Oh, you're dead. Oh, cool. Okay. Well, you know what? When you wake up from your nap, uh, you could tell me. Uh, what you want to tell me because I, I missed all that because my axe uh, was in your shoulder. I'm sure it kind of interrupted your flow. But anyway, go ahead, bro. But uh, that stuff's really gratifying, even in Fallen Order when they say things like, oh, I'll come at you, Jedi, blah, and then you just push them over the edge. I always go for the Purge Troopers first because I can take pretty much regular Stormtroopers. It's not like it's not a challenge, but you kind of size everything up, you know? Okay, these guys are going to deflect the bolts. These guys are commanders. are going to come at me with the electric batons. You know, I can push these guys away. Eh, I'm going to go after the perch trooper, especially if they're standing by the ledge. Take those guys out. Deflect this. You know, you have to come up with a strategy. So in that way, it is kind of like Dark Souls where you have to, you know, because in all the From Software games, you know, the way they place enemies, you have to be very careful. So long story short, really enjoying the game. 
I think I'm, I'm there for the story more now. Like I said, the powers are cool, but these story beats are very interesting, you know? And you actually interact with the villain so far. I don't know if she's the main villain, but she is a villain. And it's kind of cool to interact with her a little bit. At least, you know, I'm not picking dialogue choices and stuff, but just, uh, you know, they, they, they're the voice in your ear right now. And I like that. So, you know, check it out. Um, check out performance, depending on what system you're playing. I mean, PC, you probably won't have a problem if you have a good PC. But, um, you know, look around. Digital Foundry does really good videos, and they clock performance based on platform. So definitely, if you're going to get it, uh, you know, you may not have an option, but see if it's right for you. I know they're putting out patches, you know, so maybe follow Respawn on Twitter. Maybe they'll talk about all their patches that are coming up and stuff like that. So, um, But it's a good game, you know. Uh, minus the books. So, all right. So that's the that ends the Star Wars section for the second or third week in a row. I just like Star Wars, so you know. Um, oh yeah, I got uh, quick side note. My wife and I got tickets to go see uh, the last Star Wars movie, Rise of the Skywalker. We're gonna go opening weekend, so we're not going opening day. We're gonna go on Sunday uh, in the morning. So hopefully, all the spoilers will be. You know, I'll be able to dodge spoilers for two days. Um, yeah. So. That'll be good. Uh, so that's all Star Wars. So done with Star Wars. So the next thing I'd like to talk about is uh, The Division 2. Yeah, I'm really digging it. I got back on this weekend, played for probably three hours, two hours. Did some missions with the with the family, with the in-laws, because we all play. They saw that I was on. I was kind of blown away. Um, I tried the new technician class, which if you're keeping track, they have a rocket launcher. Uh, you remember Commando, the movie Commando with Arnold Schwarzenegger, and there was that tube rocket launcher that, uh, what's her name, Radong Chow, maybe the actress? Yeah. Uh, anyway, she fired, it was like a tube-like rocket launcher with four rockets in it. It's pretty much what you have on your back in the Division 2, but the cool thing about this is they lock on. There's a delay, but they lock on. You can do it behind cover, and it feels great to lock on to a big enemy and just watch them run because they know rockets are coming for them. So it's really gratifying. Plus, that whole class has things that um, affect your squad. So you have, I think, skill power. I think you gain, I think maybe you gain armor for... I, there, there's a lot of little tricks. Every class kind of has its own thing, um, and I really enjoy that. Um, I don't know how the... They have, like, field research points which go into your tech your uh, specialization class, and I have yet to figure out how that works. I'll probably end up having to read a wiki or something because uh, it just seems strange to me. Like I said, I don't understand how, uh, you know, I'm still getting points to put in certain things, but you have like tier one, so I don't know. The way the tree's broken out, it is literally a skill tree that is all over the place. So I don't know if there is some kind of arbitrary line in the skill tree of like, you know, requires you know, tier two or whatever, then I I get that. Um, But yeah, I had a good time. We did a zoo, which was cool. There's a zoo mission now. Uh, There's animals there. Um, It was kind of neat the way it was laid out. And we did a couple of the old story missions. I think the Grand Washington, the Grand Jefferson Hotel, one of them, uh, we did a lot in the beta. And I think I'm tired of that mission doesn't matter if the um, Black Tusker there. It doesn't matter if the whoever is there. It doesn't matter. I am tired of that mission. Just tired. Just tired of it. I don't want to do it anymore. Sometimes we have to do it because there is a new stronghold. 
so you have to do it. But I only want to do it sparingly. I don't want to do it a lot. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so that was my thing with Division 2. I will say, uh, it being around the holidays, if you're looking at the Division 2, uh, I just saw on PlayStation they were having a flash sale. I think it's because of the holidays. I don't know what it's ending. Uh, this is going up on the 16th of December, but check every digital store. Like, if you're an Xbox person, go there. There's a double pack with, like, the Division 1 and Division 2, and I think Division... I think it was $10 on sale. So I don't know if Xbox is having a similar deal, but check it out, because 10 bucks for both games is just insane. And it's an insane proposition. I played the Division 2 for probably... I think seven in-game days, so that's, what, seven times two is 14, like 140. It's got to be 150 hours, something like that. So you can get your money's worth, you know? Um, Yeah, check it out. Check out for deals, especially now with the holidays. Uh, Do that. And even if you don't want the double pack, if you played a lot of The Division, I think you could just load them separately, I would imagine. So, yeah, do that. What else? Uh, Yeah, that's kind of all my Division 2 talk. Um, It's a good game. Check it out. Uh, better with friends. It's one of those games that's really good with friends. So, yeah. Uh, last but not least, uh, again, since I'm calling this episode Progress Plus One, uh, I played more. I played so much, so much Torchlight Two. I think now I'm at around eight in-game hours. They have an internal clock that runs, and I pick the Outlander class. They do wield, and I'm learning more about the trees, the skill trees, and like I'm unlocking new abilities, like. Now I have this ability where if I kill someone, a bat will come out of their corpse and fight for me for about a minute or two. Um, my pet still attacks for me. Um, I also have a ring because uh, you can wear one ring on each finger, I think, or each hand. It doesn't really. It just is two rings. I don't know where you're wearing them. Maybe you're wearing one on the middle finger. I don't know. I'm not going to judge you. Long story short, you can wear two rings. I have a ring that has a flaming skull on it that... Uh, you have a like a 10% chance or something that it will like one of the people you kill will burst into flame and the skull will come out of there whatever and just fly above you and just shoot fire at people uh little fireballs it is very gratifying and not only that but he screams when uh he comes into being so you know he's around it is amazing and he maybe lasts for maybe two minutes which sometimes is enough if you're doing a boss battle things like that i found more fish to feed my pet so my pet can become a jackal or he became like a digging mole beast. It's like, you know, it's, it's their own fantasy world. So there's these new creatures that you can make it become. And I was reading one of the load screens and I just figured out how to make it work. But not only like I described in last week's episode, you can give equipment for your pet to go to town and sell. Uh, and by the way, the longest time I've ever seen on that is two minutes. So, and within two minutes, they're back. They've sold all your stuff. You can also make a shopping list for them, which I found in one of the menus. And you can tell them, hey, buy me a bunch of potions when you're in town. Or buy me a bunch of teleportation shrines that you can... You put basically a teleportation scroll down, and then it'll teleport wherever you put it down. It'll teleport you back to town or any town you've been to, and then you can go right back into the action of where you're at. So, um, death, uh, I've noticed, uh, has a much bigger penalty than originally I thought you lose like you can if you're deep deep within a dungeon i think i've only seen three floors maybe of a dungeon but if you're about to kill the boss and you're like in the groove you don't want to go to the entrance because everything stays dead when you clear a room 
There's a fog of war on the map, just like Diablo. As you're exploring, everything gets mapped out. Everything we kill stays dead. So, you, again, you don't have to worry about someone popping up. It's only stuff you've forgotten about. But uh, a cool thing is uh, if you resurrect in the moment, it's usually a massive penalty. It's like a third of your gold or something like that. You can do the entrance of an area for like, you know, five, nine grand. This is pretty cheap because, you know, I'm like at 30 or 40 thousand gold right now. Um, or you can do it at town, take no penalty, but then you got to hoof it back to uh, where you were at, you know, which is kind of a bummer. So um, I don't know. There's just more systems I think in play, and I the story itself is kind of a standard fantasy story. There's these guardians so far. There's someone called the Destroyer who seems like he's trying to change them or use them. So you have to cleanse them and go to each area, and there's. Of course, there's different biomes. The first one you're in is just a town. The second one you're in is like this nice forest area. The third one you're in is a desert. I'm sure there will be a snow area, and I'm sure there's going to be a lush tropical jungle area soon. Um, Like I said, it's not really breaking the mold, but the way you interact with other classes, uh, you can have skills that are passive, that are always active, or skills that you have to use mana. I kind of burn through mana a little bit because I'm not a mage. Uh, most of my spells take mana to fire off. But right now I'm using dual pistols. Uh, they do not call them. You can dual wield, sometimes stabs or something like that. Uh, or you can just use a single gun like I'm using. You can. I know my class, the Outlander, you can mix and match. You can have a pistol in one hand and an axe in the other. Uh, I actually uh, equipped a two-handed staff. But I thought, oh, that's cool. It's got all these magical stats. I wonder if I can cast magic. No. No, I'm not a mage. What I do is I basically just... Daffy Duck the whole thing, just thrust, parry, dodge, ha, yeah, huh. And uh, it seems like it's a waste of a magical staff, I'm not going to lie. But I'm still having fun with it. Um, so yeah, I, again, I think I said this last week, it's only 20 bucks in the eShop. And with the holidays coming, check to see if there's a deal. Because you might, or, you know, Christmas is in a few weeks, you might get some eShop money and then purchase it. And then boom, you're good to go. So yeah, so... Yeah, uh, I'm trying to think of anything else. I think that's pretty much it. So what I'm, I'm, I am still planning to put this on iTunes. I have yet to figure that out. I did get the good news last week at work, though, that they are reducing people's hours to just 40. So Because I was working a lot of overtime, me and some other technicians. So um, and I will have more time to mess around with this stuff at home. I will get home earlier, and I will have more of my free time. It doesn't sound like I'm working Saturday unless it's going to be an emergency now, like emergency, because my boss has to approve overtime now. So I'll have more time to go into the iTunes thing and maybe make an icon, um, stuff like that. So uh, hopefully pretty soon you see me on iTunes. I'm also experimenting with music, so I'm going to try to come up with maybe a, an intro tune and maybe a sectional tune. So like, you know, um, this segment I'll talk about this, and this segment I'll talk about that. So I'm, I'm still working on stuff, and I just want to tell you guys now I have more time. Uh, again, if you want to write to me, go to uh, gwgpodfellows at gmail.com. That's gwgpodfellows at gmail.com. Again, this episode posts every Monday morning at 7 a.m. at www.gamingwithgrief.com. Leave a comment below. If you want me to read it, I will. Uh, if you don't, I will not. Um, have a safe, uh, week, everybody, and I will see you guys next week.